This is from Likutei Sichas, Chelek Yud Aleph, Volume 11, Parshas Titzave, Sicha Number 2. The Torah this week describes in great beautiful detail the Choshen Mishpat. The Choshen Mishpat was an ornamental vestment that was worn by the Kohen Gadol, by the high priest, in the Beit HaMikdash, the holy temple in Yerushalayim. This Choshen Mishpat was worn on the chest of the Kohen Gadol. It was a flat uh, piece of fabric embedded with 12 precious gems representing the 12 tribes of Israel. It was folded over behind the Choshen Mishpat, and in the fold of the Choshen was a sacred piece of parchment upon which was written God's name, and with the miraculous power of that special parchment, the Jewish people were able to communicate with God via the Choshen Mishpat. They would come to the Kohen Gadol with their dilemmas and their questions as a people, and God would respond to their questions through the Choshen Mishpat. Now, in the second Beit HaMikdash, the Kohen Gadol wore the Choshen Mishpat, but the holy parchment was missing. And so, too, was the miraculous element that allowed the Jews to communicate with God through the Choshen Mishpat. And yet, despite that key element missing, the Kohen Gadol wore it anyway, and wore it proudly, and it was still a mitzvah. Because these two elements of the Choshen Mishpat, the breastplate itself, and the sacred parchment contained inside of it, were independent. In fact, they're represented by the two names, Choshen and Mishpat. Choshen means a breastplate, and Mishpat means justice. So the Choshen was holy, but the Mishpat is what made it possible for this holiness to be used as a guide for life, to, be, to extend beyond the walls of the Beit HaMikdash to help guide the Jewish people in their country and in their life to make the right decisions to live a life of justice and holiness, hence the name Mishpat. So even though in the second Beit HaMikdash the Mishpat was missing, but the Choshen was still, was still there and it was legitimate and it was kosher without the parchment, without the Mishpat. How can it be holy without the holy parchment? The Choshen itself contained holiness. And what the Mishpat, what the parchment accomplished, was the ability to make a bridge between the Beit HaMikdash and the rest of the world, between the Choshen Mishpat and the rest of the world, so that the sanctity of the Choshen Mishpat could go beyond the boundaries of the Temple and influence the rest of the country of, of Israel and, by extension, the rest of the world. So although that element was missing, but the essential holiness of the Choshen was still there and was still very valid. Today, as we find ourselves in exile with no Beit HaMikdash at all, we can still understand that the holiness that the Choshen represented is obviously still around. And we still contain that holiness inside of us as a people. And it's our job to take the Choshen and turn it into a Choshen Mishpat. That means 
to take the holiness that God has invested in us and bring it to the world to be the key figures that translate a potential holiness into the kind of holiness that brings justice and morality to the world. To turn the Choshen into a Choshen Mishpat. And interestingly enough, the numerical value of the word Choshen is identical to the numerical value of the word Mashiach. Because contained, albeit in a hidden form, in this Choshen, in the spiritual holiness of the Choshen, is the solution to bring Mashiach. It's our responsibility and it's our privilege to be the ones to figure it out and to find the holiness that is hiding beneath the surface and figure out the way to bring that holiness to the world and transform a world of exile into a world of Mashiach by transforming a Choshen into a Choshen Mishpat.